Today, Rinpoche continued his explanation of the 37 aspects of enlightenment as presented by Penchen Sonandrapa in The General Meaning of Perfection and supported by many of the great works by Lord Maitreya and Master Asanga. So once again, we're going to be in the exact same spot uh, that we were. So uh, welcome everyone to the Chenrezig Tibetan Buddhist Center. So today we are going to continue on page, I believe, 99. Um, where we were before, where we showed or Lama Tsongkhapa presents uh, the commonality between the Sutra and Tantra teachings and presents that the uh, perfection vehicle teachings are in common with those of the Tantric vehicle when it comes to the perfection, uh, various practices. <laughs> Nagasenju so, so um, once again, reading from Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise, this training and method and wisdom comprising the six perfections is, as explained earlier, common to both the mantra and perfection vehicles. For in many of the tantric classes, we find repeated mention of the complete path of the perfections, the six perfections, the 37 branches of enlightenment, the 16 emptinesses, etc., in the context of the explanations that the entire celestial mansion and the array of resident deities are the inner qualities of the mind. Therefore, know that all the perfection of wisdom literature's explanations about what is to be adopted and what is to be discarded are comprehensively shared with the mantra vehicle, except in the case of tantric teachings for the certain exceptional persons in which they must take the experience of sensory objects as the path and so forth. So here, it's presenting the common practices that we find uh, between Sutra and Tantra, such as the 37 branches of enlightenment, the 16 wisdom realizing emptinesses, the six perfections, and it presents that all of the realizations that we find in Tantrayana, such as the deity, him or herself, uh, and the um, ma celestial mansion and so forth, all of these are manifestations of the excellent qualities of the mind. And when we trace back what those excellent qualities of the mind are, they are the um, practices of those just mentioned, the 16 emptinesses, wisdoms realizing emptiness, and so forth. Indigsung Rinpoche. Paris, 
So while Rinpoche is he's finding exactly uh, where in the Parshin Shittun uh, he's starting. Um, so uh, we previously went over uh, these points. So we, we went over what the six perfections are and what the 16 wisdoms realizing emptiness are. And now we're currently going over the 37 branches of enlightenment. And the 37 branches of enlightenment uh, have seven different categories or groupings. Uh, so the first of these groupings are the uh, four close placements of mindfulness. Uh, the second is the four perfect abandonments. Uh, the third are the four aspects of the legs of magical emanation. Uh, the fourth uh, refer to the sense faculties or the five aspects of the, f I'm sorry, not sense, just five aspects of the faculties. Uh, number five are the five aspects of the strengths. Uh, number six deals with the uh, seven aspects of the branches of enlightenment. And number seven deals with the eight uh, different aspects of the branches of the path of the nobles. Uh, so these make for a total of 37 branches. And uh, we've gone over the first uh, few. We've gone over the uh, first five, rather. We've gone over the four close placements of mindfulness. We've gone over the four perfect abandonments. We've gone over the four aspects of the legs of magical emanation. Uh, gone over the five aspects of the faculties. Uh, and gone over the uh, five aspects of the strengths, uh, and now we've arrived at the seven aspects of the branches of enlightenment, uh, and we get into uh, now the enlightened path of the superior beings of the Aryas. Okay. Uh, 
We're just making 100% sure that we're in the correct place um, in the Parshin Shitan. Okay, Okay, so uh, now we are on the um, sixth category, which has the seven different um, divisions of it. Uh, so they are the seven aspects of the branches of enlightenment. Uh, so uh, we first, uh, it says in the Parshin Shittun um, uh, that you have to bear with me. I'm completely dehydrated, so I've got to pump fluids in from yesterday's work. Uh, so I'm just so dry right now. So uh, it says here that just as the other um, others have six categories, um, uh, this will as well. So these seven branches of enlightenment have six categories just as the others. And the, the first of those six categories is object of observation, as all the others are as well. Uh, so when we look at this bran aspects of branches of enlightenment, if it is an aspect of a branch of enlightenment, it is necessarily a superior path. So here we're speaking of the superior paths or the Arya paths of the hearers, the solitary realizers, and the bodhisattvas. Uh, so here, these are what we're speaking of. Uh, so it's necessarily, if it's a branch of enlightenment, it's necessarily a superior path. Um, 
de Rinpoche, de Pala Yimbichap, de Sanjay Papa, de Yenlaje. Okay, so yes. So we would say that also the Buddha superior as well. So I just asked if it was, uh, you know, because we do say Buddha is a superior, because obviously Buddha is an Arya. So is it at that level where we see these? And he said, yes, uh, that is as well. Uh, so we're referring to these three different types of superiors. And when we look at what the object of observation is, uh, according to the Pension Sonandrapa's general meaning of perfection, it says that the object of observation of the um, branches of the, I'm sorry, the object of observation of the aspects of the branches of enlightenment are the four superior truths, or the four aria truths. So these four superior truths are the superior truth of suffering, the superior truth of origin, the superior truth of cessation, and the superior truth of path. So again, uh, what we're choosing here to translate Arya, which is a Sanskrit word, into English as uh, is uh, superior. Um, so superior is the English translation of Arya, uh, just to make this clear. So it's a superior's, uh, so it's the, um, again, uh, going back to what the actual definition is, is it's the uh, um, superior's the four superiors truths, literally translated, the four superiors truths. So those truths of the superior, the superiors, those arias. Dixon Rameche, Tuche. Probably the Majibote, Shanju and Lag, maybe you be shed this. Tolando to be Shanju de, then ye noble and maybe winner, the bongo do the bongo do Jabez. ตอนนั้นตัวบิชาชูตอนนั้นตัวบิชาชูชาชูละเนี่ยตัวบิชาชูตอนเจชาชูทีเจชาชูสมมติว่ามาแล้วเนี่ยตัวบิชาชูตอ
I was just discussing, I'll explain what I was discussing with Rinpoche, not being rude. Uh, so here, when it uh, speaks of uh, what this means, is it says it's, um, it's the enlightenment of Let me let me figure out the. It's the realization of the object of observation, which is uh, basically the enlightenment of the path of seeing. Um, so, uh, what Rimache and I were discussing is is when we divide enlightenment into categories, we always say <coughs> that there are three categories. There is a hearers enlightenment, solitaries realizers enlightenment, and then the great vehicle enlightenment. Uh, so the first. Hearer's enlightenment is obviously a, a hearer foe destroyer, a hearer arhat. Uh, the solitary realizer would be a solitary realizer foe destroyer or arhat. And then the um, great vehicle enlightenment uh, would refer to Buddhahood, would be a Buddha. Um, so within those three categories, uh, we don't find this path of seeing's enlightenment. Um, so are we saying that there aren't only three categories of enlightenment. So this statement, the way these words are put here, makes it confusing to the reader because it, <coughs> it seems to use the same words that you would for the enlightenment that we all know of in the here, solitary realizer and great vehicle. Um, so we've never usually see this um, path of seeing enlightenment. Um, so I was, what I was discussing with Rinpoche is in a lot of Western traditions and Zen and so forth, they have stages of enlightenment where they say they're enlightened um, and they aren't Buddhas yet, but they've realized certain things. And he said, well, that's not for sure. You can't say that that's where it's coming from, first of all. This is just be maybe a nominal designation or wording that Pension Sun Andrap is choosing to use to strengthen what the path of seeing is for the reader. Translator's note. So I just want to make sure we're not... I was just discussing, I found it curious because we've always negated that idea that there are these stages of enlightenment when we hear this from other traditions. Other students come in and say they're enlightened. And what do you mean? And it's because they've reached some stage according to their school of meditating or it isn't even necessarily seeing emptiness. They say enlightened at very beginning stages in some of these practices. So that's what we were discussing. He said, don't say that. I just want to like, we're not having secret conversations. So that's what we were discussing. So here it says that this path of seeing is enlightenment. So that's what makes a doubt arise. And then, 
Uh, so what are these seven aspects of the branches of enlightenment? They are the following. The first is mindfulness. Uh, so this is the first branch. And again, these are necessarily superior pathways. So mindfulness here is referring to that superior mindfulness. Uh, the second is finally distinguishing phenomena. Uh, so Rinpoche said that this second category refers to wisdom. So finally distinguishing phenomena is the literal translation. Uh, joyous effort, so just normal effort. And then the next category is joy itself. Um, so um, joyous effort, you, I'd have to, we have to look, um, but usually in English we put this joyous effort in there, and it's really almost explaining the word effort um, because within the definition of effort it says that you're finding joy. It's just within it. That, um, so... Uh, it, the word effort itself, when they put this joyous effort in front of it, um, I'm just not sure if the Tibetan word doesn't just say effort raw. And then a lot of times as translators, we try to make the words mean what they mean um, when the Tibetan word doesn't necessarily do that. Um, so we're going to run into, as translators, problems if we continue to do that. Um, so we really need to stick to what the pure word is there. Um, so usually it's just effort. Um, and because then we get into number four where there's joy and it becomes confusing um, because there's two of the same words which in the Tibetan there's just not. Um, so joy. Number five, pliancy. Number six, meditative stabilization. And number seven, equanimity in the path which clearly realizes. So these are the seven categories um, and I point these things out not because I'm some scholar. The people who've written these things are much further along than I am. I'm just noticing things as we go along that might be helpful to others. Decent. <laughs> So the accompanier now um, becomes very similar uh, to what the others are, and here it says the mind and mental factors that are there. Um, when this is occurring. So this superior mindfulness, finally distinguishing, etc. It's the mind and mental factors. These are the accompaniers. Uh, so very similar to some of the previous ones where we've had accompanier as the... Um, as Yeah, very similar. Okay. And 
Non, pas pour un Zélandais, un Hollandais. Godin, deux Zélandais. Ok, Tuché. Non. Ok, Tuché. So now it says from a sutra, um, and I don't know, Nepa? Nepa, Sena? So what this is saying is Ale, okay, Ale, Nepa. So you need to um, ascertain, I see, Nepa. Um, so the sutra is a little bit more encoded, but it's, it's, it speaks of the same things. Um, and when we look at the Four Noble Truths, uh, sometimes we look at them in uh, those uh, um, 12 different ways, uh, the three different types of ways. So it says that this is the superior truth of suffering, this is the superior truth of origin, this is the superior truth of cessation, uh, this is the superior truth of uh, path. Um, um, and then it says, uh, suffering is to be understood, cessation is to be abandoned, I mean, uh, origin is to be abandoned, cessation is to be achieved, and path is to be relied upon, etc. Rinpoche didn't say the last four. Um, so those statements that we've gone over in the past are very similar to what's presented here. It's, it's saying that relying on uh, that which is abandoned, that referring to the truth of suffering. I'm just loosely translating this. Uh, relying, on, uh, um, uh, relying on that which is to be abandoned, relying on uh, um, that which is similar to attachment, meaning origin. So um, getting rid of the origin. Uh, so, um, and then it, it says, relying on, I'm trying to find what this NAPO word means. I got a dictionary. I'm, uh, it's not relying, I know. Um, but it's, then it says cessation, and then it says, nampar pomba? Pomba? Nampar pomba? So here it's speaking, uh, the last one I was asking Rimache, it's, it's, it's a word for um, all of the abandonments, so getting you know, turning all of the abandon, transforming all of the abandonments. And this is referring to the truth of path. Um, so by relying on the path of seeing, one is able to achieve a cessation. Uh, so this path, uh, this truth of path is just referring to those practices that lead to that cessation. Um, so um, let me just make sure. Uh, so that, I uh, believe that that's it. Eight 
Um, so number five, the reason for the need for meditation. I think that word is state. Not that that's helping, but the state of um, um, just going back uh, when we were looking at the state of the abandonments, when we were referring to the Four Noble Truths, that word nate. I, I, in English, I looked it up, and it's state. Um, so the... Uh, so anyway, um, so the state, if you would were to use it in, in this case, um, I just want to find where the sutra is. So the, the state of... Then, 
Ale. Oh, tonbon, ale, gonbon, ale, tonlan, gonlan, tuche. Uh, so just it would be just going to the second one, the state which is the uh, similar to attachment. Um, so when we were talking about, and that would be origin. So the word state is what we were missing there, or I was missing rather. So now number five, the need for meditation, and it says that. Um, uh, it, it, it's a, a practice abandoning the abandonments at the path of seeing um, and leading to various cessations. Um, so the need for this is to abandon the various abandonments um, that need to be uh, uh, abandoned. I'm sorry to keep saying abandoned uh, in order to become enlightened. So it's this transformation of these various levels of cessation. So when we look at the grasping at true establishment, uh, there are two different kinds. There is the one that re re requires a reason to arrive at, um, which is not, uh, um, so requires a, a mis mistaken analysis of some, of some sort to arrive at this grasping. And then the other kind is one that's just naturally there. Uh, that doesn't require um, this is a, a um, type of um, it doesn't require this type of reasoning uh, to have this grasping um, and the one with reasoning where this grasping with reasoning um, is abandoned at the path of seeing and the one the grasping without a reason at all is abandoned at the path of meditation so uh, these various, there are various levels of grasping at true establishment, and those various levels are defeated at various different points on the path. Um, so that's the reason for the meditation on these, these things, abandonments and so forth. It's to abandon these two types of grasping at true establishment in order to eventually uh, become enlightened. So uh, that's what the meaning of... of this reason for meditation is. There's a couple more words in here, um, but it, the, the, it, the, so that's, <coughs> that's it. So then Rinpoche said, so when we're speaking of superiors, uh, oh, that's right, there's a whole nother section. So when we speak of superiors, we're talking of uh, um, beings that have seen emptiness and have had a direct perception of emptiness. An understanding of emptiness is shared by the beings on the path of accumulation and the path of preparation. But understanding and direct perception are not the same thing. So when one reaches the path of seeing emptiness, there is a direct valid cognition that takes place of the, the emptiness, of the nature of reality, and that being is then a superior. Anyone who hasn't had that experience is an ordinary being. So this is how we, the line of demarcation between ordinary being and superior is this direct perception of emptiness that takes place on the path of seeing. Uh, it's not the only one. There are latter, later um, direct perceptions that take place, but this is the first direct valid cognition of emptiness that takes place that makes you not an ordinary being at all. 
uh, anymore. So not all the five paths are superior paths. Even if there is an understanding of emptiness, that doesn't infer perception or direct perception. Um, so what we're speaking of, something I forgot from before, before, when we're looking in detail at these um, suffering origins, cessations, and paths, we're looking at them by way of each of them having the four characteristics for a total of the 16 attributes of the Four Noble Truths. We have the four attributes of the truth of suffering, the four of the truth of origin, the four of the truth of cessation, and the four of the truth of path. So this is the analysis, in-depth analysis is in relation to each of those truths, and each of those truths have these four attributes. Uh, so when one has this direct valid cognition, one is directly perceiving these four truths at the path of seeing. Um, and that is when one becomes a superior because he or she uh, is no longer an ordinary being who sees reality in an inferior way. Um, so this is really what it refers to. And the Kanga speaks of. ตาเสบะตะมะจอเสบะตะวัดดานโยโรเสบะตะมะจอเสบะเสบะสินะเสบะตะตังกูเดนกูเดเสบะสินะญอมบะติชีเดบะเสบะเสญอมบะติชีเ
Okay, all right. Um, so now we have, uh, uh, this is going to give me a little trouble, um, but the meaning of the words, and uh, so it says exhaustion and the non-arisal of the majepa, majewa shebi yeshe, majewa shebi yeshe. So it's the non-arisal it says the non-arisal of this. I must. This she must. Sheba, Sana, Sheba, Shebi, Yeshe, Sheba. This she. You don't mean she is Sheba. So the other one. You don't mean she is Sheba. Sheba, Sheba, Sheba. You don't mean Pumba Sheba. You don't mean Sheba. You don't mean Sheba. Okay. So there's not an. All right. So exhaustion and non-arisal. A wisdom of non-arisal. So here, exhaustion can refer to a cessation. Um, so the, it's a cessation. Um, and the non-arisal is referring to the non-arisal of afflictions, the non-arisal uh, of, of um, ignorance and so forth. Uh, this is a... Um, this wis these wisdoms are enlightenments. Why are they enlightenments? Because they are superior paths. So before we said we were saying the enlightenment of s the path of seeing. Prior we have the Panchen Sonandrapa uses those words. So in the meaning of the words here, it says exhaustion and a non-arisal wisdom. That uh, means that this is an enlightenment. So exhaustion meaning a cessation. Uh, non-arisal mean non-arisal afflictions, non-arisal of, of um, uh, oh, I see. Maybe this is referring to at the moment of the path of seeing when one is having a non-arisal of these and there is a, um, I'd have to go much deeper to know. Uh, if I, I think that that's a better way to these words would string together if uh, that would be, so it says exhaustion and non-arisal. And then it says, this is enlightenment. Rimshe said, why is it enlightenment? He said, because it's a superior path. Um, and he said, as before, we talked about this, su the, the enlightenment of the path of seeing, which b causes controversy and doubt when we say those words uh, together. Uh, Sebat Hmm. So it says this, um, arriving at this, so uh, this path of seeing um, is one of the branches of, of enlightenment. So arriving at this path of seeing is one of the branches of enlightenment. Rinpoche said um, a branch or a limb 
is similar to we have a body and our arm is a limb. Uh, so this superior path is a limb um, of the the pathway uh, uh, branches. I'm sorry, a limb of the the branches of enlightenment. Okay. So uh, we could say uh, the branches, we say branches of enlightenment. So when we say a branch of a tree, a tree has the main and then many branches coming off of it. Um, so this is the, uh, the, all of it is tree, um, but these are the branches of that tree. Uh, so this is what the branches of enlightenment are referring to, the many things that combine make up what is enlightenment. Make sense? Yeah. Do so. So there are many different pathways which create this exhaustion and non-arisal. Uh, um, so this wisdom of knowing of non-arisal. So there are many different pathways which uh, cause this to occur. And that's why we say branches of enlightenment because there are many of these different things that make up the whole, many parts to make up the whole. ナンデンゴワデリバグドンジテンドワマイデジュラグジュシジロステンドワマイデジュラグジュシジロス<音楽> ナジニャバトデンヨベシス。サジニャオレンポムガジポムドゲンジモジュロ。コカレシンダヨアレス。レス。ジュセンカレスナクイジュリラナジニャバトデンダメトシェロヨアレス。シンドコセンダヨアレ
So this exhaustion is that the uh, wisdom realizing selflessness is able to exhaust uh, these negativities. Just the way that a fire exhausts a tree, if it burns it down, it stops it, it exhausts it. Um, uh, likewise, uh, this uh, wisdom realizing selflessness exhausts uh, the... Um, grasping at true establishment. It exhausts um, the um, various negativities. Uh, so it gets rid of the afflictive obstructions. It exhausts the obstructions to omniscience. Uh, so that's why uh, this word exhaust is used here. Um, uh, it's saying it, it exhausts it. Uh, it is an enlightenment that exhausts, and, and it is an enlightenment because it ex is exhausted and it doesn't arise. What does exhaust mean? It has, just as a tree is burned by fire, uh, the wisdom realizing emptiness burns away the misconception. So just like the fire exhausts a tree or burns away a tree, gets rid of a tree, ends a tree, ends, that's another way I could put it, just as a fire ends a tree, uh, likewise, uh, the wisdom realizing selflessness ends the afflictive obstructions and ends the uh, obstructions to omniscience. Uh, so it's an, an exhauster, it's an ender of those things. Um, so this is in the uh, Dharmakirti's prominent Vartikakarika, uh, the uh, Dharmakirti's commentary on the Dignagas compendium of a valid cognition. Uh, in that text, we find these points made uh, about this word exhaust uh, and why it w exhaust means cessation uh, and um, what is exhausted, the afflictive obstructions, the obstructions to omniscience. How are they exhausted in the way, the similar way that a fire burns a tree down, these burn away the um, afflictive obstructions and the obstructions to omniscience. Mm. Uh, so once this is burned down, the tree doesn't grow again. Uh, so there is no, a non-arisal. So it says an exhaustion and then a non-arisal. So they're exhausted, so they don't arise again because of this exhaustion. So that's what the meaning of these words are, non-arisal and exhaustion uh, in this context. Um, taking it away from just all of these words and saying this is what it means. Uh, exhaustion is cessation. Non-arisal is referring to because of this exhaustion of these things, they don't arise, just as a tree doesn't come back once it's burned down. So all sentient beings have the ability to achieve uh, a liberation, which is a freedom from the afflictive obstructions and the obstructions to omniscience. All sentient beings have the ability to become a Buddha. Why do they have the ability to become a Buddha? 
um, uh, because all sentient beings possess a mental consciousness. The mental consciousness has the ability to uh, uh, be omniscient and uh, um, have knowledge of all phenomena and, and, and has the ability to get rid of all of the abandonments. Because one can uh, arrive at a place where he or she can understand or know all phenomena and abandon all of the negativities, then uh, um, because of this, this Buddha potential, there is this potential for Buddhahood. So there's a slight difference between uh, the um, great vehicle um, enlightenment and the lesser vehicle uh, enlightenment or, um, because the lesser vehicle enlightenment has merely gotten rid of, not merely like it's only, but it's, has only gotten rid of the uh, afflictive obstructions and they have not gotten rid of the obstructions to omniscience. So all sentient beings possess this mental consciousness. It's the mental consciousness that has all the ability. All sentient beings have this mental consciousness. So if we have practice and have time, our mental consciousness has, is very able. So if we have time to practice, our mental consciousness is very able. So when these words are, are used, when exhaustion is used, we know it refers to a cessation. Uh, and this non-arisal is referring to it doesn't arise again because of the cessation. It's that, that static nature of freedom from that. The static nature of the freedom from that. And it's whatever cessation we're talking about. There's so many afflictions. <coughs> so all these are all what it's saying is exhaustion and this non non arisal are all when we say they are enlightenments we we're saying they are branches of enlightenment uh, so here it's it's saying that exhaustion and non arisal are branches of uh, this enlightenment and this is what we're saying yeah that's what it says <laughs> Tabayanda the Tambo Demba 
Okay, so when we look at these uh, aspects of the branches of enlightenment, there are seven aspects of the branches of enlightenment. Mindfulness, finely distinguishing phenomena, joyous effort, joy, pliancy, meditative stabilization, and equanimity. Uh, so it says that uh, the three, pliancy, meditative stabilization, and equanimity, are the nyomompa, what are they, the sum? Yeah. Uh, they are the abandoners of the afflictions. The parshin shitun yerebe emrimche. Okay, don't do. Shijan So we have these seven aspects. So it says that Xinjiang, Tingenzi, Danyam. So those three are, um, it says, Nyomo, Mepi, and La. Um, uh, branches where there are no, where there is an absence of affliction. So branches where there is an absence of affliction. Okay, Okay, 
So we find in uh, uh, Lord Maitreya's uh, Middle Beyond Extremes, uh, in the Seven Aspects of Enlightenment, page 110, if anybody's following, uh, it says, the aspect of nature, the aspect of basis, the third aspect of definite emergence, and the fourth aspect of benefit, the three aspects of freedom from affliction. So we just had the three aspects of freedom from affliction. It says in here are the pliancy, concentration, and equanimity. Um, it says are taught to be the foundation, state, uh, and essential nature. Um, so, the aspect of nature, the aspect of basis, the third of definite emergence. Basis then gari okay they kali kali ranjin yen la gare ranjin la gare kagi la tema shijan tingan de danyun su ne shanchu ju la sombu ne nyemo bi la yen la du shin sombu yan shijan ne nyemo bi ji la shi su wa Okay. Okay. Okay, so when we look at how we break down uh, this, the meanings of these uh, different uh, um, foundation, state, and essential nature. These are the three different categories that are presented in the middle beyond extremes. Uh, so, uh, foundation, state, and essential nature. So, it's saying the uh, 
The aspect of nature and mindfulness is the enlightenment aspect of basis. So the aspect of basis is referring to mindfulness. So when we look at the seven, first is mindfulness, and the second is fully discerning phenomena. So fully discerning phenomena is the aspect of nature. Mindfulness is the aspect of basis. Diligence is the third aspect of definite emergence. Okay, so in the in the there there are two different points that are made here. Hold on one second. Three aspects of man. Three aspects of freedom from the afflictions are agility, so meditative absorption and equanimity. Okay, um, so when we look at the uh, middle beyond extremes, it says the aspect of nature, the aspect of basis, the third aspect of definite emergence, and the fourth aspect of benefit, the three aspects of freedom from uh, affliction are taught to be foundation, state, and the essential nature. Uh, so then it goes on to say uh, that what is the aspect of nature? Um, it's the fully discerning phenomena. Uh, which is our finely distinguishing phenomena. We translated it as before. And then mindfulness is basis. Uh, so then definite emergence is diligence. And uh, benefit, definite emergence and joy. I'm sorry, definite emergence uh, and joy are the fourth aspect of benefit. So definite emergence and joy are the fourth aspect of benefit. And then there are the three aspects which are freedom from affliction that we just read from the Parshin Shittan. So we're using both right now, the general meaning of perfection and the middle beyond extremes because they're both being presented simultaneously. Um, so th then the three aspects freedom from affliction refer to the pliancy, meditative stabilization, uh, and equanimity. And it says that... Um, Agility, what are they using agility for? Just give me one second. So agility is uh, pliancy. They're using agility for pliancy, just for anyone who's following the text. When we're saying pliancy, they're using the word uh, agility. And it's saying that pliancy is said to be the foundation um, of, of all of these. But um, meditative of back and it says foundation state and essential nature so it says that this um, pliancy when it says the three foundation state and essential nature pliancy is said to be the foundation and the um, what are we calling it uh, meditative stabilization uh, is 
foundation in which is stayed. Affliction is absent. So that's the three. State. Uh, so state is referring to the meditative stabilization. And then the third, essential nature, uh, is referring to the um, equanimity in the path which clearly realizes. Uh, so it, you have to make sure that that says equanimity in the path that clearly realizes because it's a superior path necessarily, so it's a real, uh, realized path. Uh, and that is how we have the groupings of the, the four uh, and then the three aspects. Uh, so aspect of nature, aspect of basis, aspect of definite emergence, and aspect of benefit, and then three aspects of freedom from affliction. So this is how we uh, break down these into their varying categories. Okay, Deekson. <laughs> Yomomela, so, again, looking at Lord Maitreya's text, the aspect of nature, the aspect of basis, the third aspect of definite emergence, and the fourth aspect of benefit, the three aspects of freedom from affliction are taught to be the foundation, state, and essential uh, nature. So, the three, it's saying that those three aspects of freedom from affliction, which are pliancy, meditative stabilization, and equanimity, are taught to be foundation, state, and essential nature in that order. Uh, so that's the meaning of that. Deeksung Rinpoche. Kolujuja Sing 
ਉਦੋਂ ਖੁੱਲ੍ਹ ਜੀ ਜਬਰੇ ਮਰੋਜੇ ਦੋ ਦਾ ਸੇਗੂ ਸਾਜਾ ਖੁੱਲ੍ਹ ਜੀ ਸੇਗੂ ਖੁੱਲ੍ਹ ਜੀ ਖੁੱਲ੍ਹ ਜੀ ਜਬੋ ਲੈ ਜੇ ਲਾਉਂ ਜਰੂਰ ਸੰਗੂ ਖੁੱਲ੍ਹ ਜੀ ਜਬੋ ਲੈ ਜੂ ਲਾਉਂ ਜਰੂਰ ਸੰਗੂ ਖੁੱਲ੍ਹ ਜੀ ਲੈ ਜੀ ਚਾਹ ਖੁੱਲ੍ਹ ਜੀ ਲੈ ਜੀ ਵਾਟ ਡਸ ਲੈਟ ਆਊਟ ਵਾਸ ਦਾ ਓਕੇ ਸੋ ਦੈਨ Then Shanchu sent Ton Lampa. So the Bodhisattva who has, so I'm just going to start to translate this. So now it says, the Bodhisattva who has reached the path of seeing, de Korlo Jelpo Dandraj, the Shanchu Samba Kon Dandraj. Shanchu Ton Lampa, the seeing, the Maya, the seeing, Shanchu Ton Lampa, the So what the, the what oh I see so what the bodhisattva is able to what the bodhisattva who has reached the path of seeing is able to see is the same as that of a world king it's like the is a dharma chakra dharma chakra karma ਕੋ ਜੀ ਜਬਰਦਸਤ ਦਮਾ ਚਕਰ ਚਕਰ ਵਾ ਦੇ ਚਿਪਾ ਚਕਰ ਸਬਰ ਚਕਰ ਓਕੇ ਆਇਆ ਨਾ ਬਹੁਤ ਸਾਲ ਦੇ ਦਾਤ ਦੇ ਮਿੰਗ ਚਿਪਾ ਡਾਰਮਾ ਚਕਰ ਚਿਪਾ ਇਹ ਜੀ ਰੋਦਾ ਨੇ ਸੇ ਸੇ ਕੁਲ ਜੀ ਓਕੇ ਸੋ ਆਮ ਜਸਟ ਟ੍ਰਾਈਂਗ ਟੂ ਸੀ ਇਫ ਸੋ ਥਿਸ ਡਾਰ ਇਟਸ ਬੇਸਿਕਲੀ ਥਿਸ ਵਰਲਡ ਲਾਰਡ ਆਫ ਦਾ ਵਰਲਡਸ ਬੇਸਿਕਲੀ I just lost it. Dharma. So it's a, a Dharmapada. Okay, so it's the king of the worlds, we'll say. It's a, it sees the same as the king of the world. So when the, the, um, the life span is very, very high, these kings of the worlds are present. Uh, and there's the golden king of the world uh, who sees over the four continents. And the four continents are the uh, eastern continent, the nor- um, uh, western continent, the northern continent, and the southern continent, uh, the southern continent of which we are currently on. Uh, so he oversees, he or she oversees uh, uh, those four. The silver um, uh, world king, um, oversees three continents. Uh, the copper uh, world king oversees two, and the iron world king oversees one. Uh, so they oversee an enormous amount. So it's saying that the bodhisattva who has reached this path of seeing sees as much as a um, dharma chakra. I, uh, I think it's dharma chakra is the translation in Sanskrit, but it's a, um, a, a king of the world, a lord king. Um, I don't see the word dharma, though, in the, so maybe not. It might be something different. But anyway, um, so that's what it's saying here. And then it says, So these are the... the 
Rashins, Yola Dumbo de Jesse, not you don't draw soon this. They don't agree. Do the Jesse, 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 na Jesse, not you, Jesse, not you, Collegi Jabula, Chichun Muda, do you, Jerota, Jesse, not you, Logota, do you do what the Jesse, not you don't draw this, do the gentiles, okay, so the gentiles, that's fine. You did the Denshan Sennes, and then you did the Denshan Senne. คุณจะอ่านรอยเจสอันนี้อืมเนี่ยเดี๋ยวเดี๋ยวเดี๋ยวเดี๋ยวเดี๋ยวเดี๋ยวเดี๋ยวเดี๋ยวเดี๋ย
King, but now we're in different words. So it's just comparing it to a, a, ta- a wheel. And now it's comparing uh, um, it to, uh, um, sorry, uh, to an elephant. Uh, so it says it's like uh, an elephant because it is supreme over, all, it can destroy, it abandons uh, all negativities. Or it just is a peggy gold gua. Okay, so it's able to get rid of all of the abandonments, just like an elephant uh, would be able to conquer all the different animals. It's the, the, the largest, so it could um, conquer all of the animals. Or, uh, the word is abandon is that's being used, or we use in English. But it, abandon uh, means getting rid of. So this, this elephant could get rid of other animals because it's so large. Uh, so it's like an elephant for that reason, And I think these all relate to the seven. I'm sorry to keep doing this, and I'm just seeing these connections as I'm looking back and forth at all these books. And I think that the mindfulness, the Korlo Jemba Rinpoche, Korlo Korlo Dandar Jemba, the the Dun Dun Dangarebe. Maybe it's not, he's not sure. He said maybe. So I don't feel sure. Let's just see. Before I state that, let's see if we have seven. And if we have seven, then we have to seven. If we don't, I mean, it's not going to, meaning is all of the same. We're just seeing if it's connected to this or not. Uh, so we said it's like a wheel. We said it's like an elephant. Uh, and then, Lampoche, then a. So it's like a horse that's quickly going somewhere because if we put a large amount of effort into it, we can go to the Buddha lands. Buddha grounds very quickly. Uh, so it's like a horse uh, because we can go very quickly to the, the Buddha grounds. What the two are trouble here to the same Gabriel Jeruda? What the number is? So then it says it's like a jewel. Um, so the joy is like a jewel. So we're going to do this now. Um, mindfulness is like a wheel. 
finely distinguishing phenomena is like an elephant, definitely. Uh, joyous effort, um, what was the one? I'm losing it. Joyous effort is like a horse, thank you. And joy is like gawa? The dandrapo gare? Oh, like a jewel. I'm sorry. Okay, so joy is like a jewel. Garishene jewel Okay. So the reason it's like a jewel is if you have a jewel, you like this very much, others like it very much. So it's saying that this joy that you have to pr to practice is like a jewel. Then eh? Shijan Jumudan Radis so like a queen. So pliancy is like a queen. Uh, it's like a king. I like a queen because a queen pleases the mind and body of the king. So we have mental and physical pliancy. So it's like a queen because the mind and body become very pliant um, and the king uh, is, right, is, uh, so yes, that's it. So now it, the number five is like a queen because uh, the king's mind and body are uh, um, more, and I don't want to use this word joy to confuse things, but uh, um, are enjoyed Okay, just like the queen brings pleasure to the mind and body, just like the queen brings pleasure to the mind and body of the king, pliancy brings pleasure to the mind and body. So this, this, this pliancy um, brings pleasure to the mind and pleasure. Mental pliancy is a pleasure of the mind, very ease, and physical pliancy is an ease. And just so for a translator's note, this pliancy is an ease, so it makes it easier. So it, it makes the king's mind easier, the queen can, and makes the king's body easier. It can be translated as that. It doesn't have to be translated the way we would think, like in pleasuring in, in that way. It's translated also, you could translate it as easier. Um, yeah. Because pliancy is, makes it easier for your mind to, to do what it wants to in your body. It, there's no, no problem with it. So if you're comparing it to a queen and what her duties are in the mind and body, it would be making it easier for the king, uh, just to try to get it as close to the, the, the what it's supposed to mean as possible. Okay. Okay. Okay, 
not sure about this one. Um, I'm going to need to look it up, but I think it's like uh, uh, it, it, it is like riches. Um, so if a king has many um, jewels and money, he can help many people. Um, so it's like riches. We'll ju- uh, so uh, meditative stabilization. Um, so he did pliancy like a queen. Meditative stabilization is like the riches which bring about what one wishes. Oh, that would make sense, what one wishes. Uh, and then Danyom. Where am I? Okay, Gawa, Shinya. Okay, then eh? Yenma Sun, Yomo, maybe. Then Danyom, Rimache. Don Drapo. Danyon, the Lumber, and that is Lumber, which is Jabal Lumber, you wrote that. Lumber, you wrote it. To Shinjan 
So then the, the seventh, I can't find where we are, but I, uh, the seventh is like a jewel. I thought that we already did jewel, I said, and, and uh, it's equanimity in the path which clearly realizes um, because you can get anything you want from that. Um, so that's the reason uh, it's like a jewel or um, so equanimity in the path which clearly realizes. Uh, so it, it's saying that it's like a, a jewel. It says it so, because um, you from that you can get whatever you wish for. Okay, then eh? So we went uh, over these aspects of the branches of enlightenment, which are necessarily superior branches of enlightenment, Arya branches of enlightenment. Cheek so now we've gone through the four close placements of mindfulness, the four perfect abandonments, the four aspects of the legs of magical emanation, the, the five aspects of the faculties, and the five aspects of the strengths, as well as now today, we've gone over the seven aspects of the branches of enlightenment. Uh, so now we would move on to the eight aspects of the branches of the path of the nobles, uh, so the superior paths. Um, and just not to be um, confused, the others are superior paths as well, because we already said it's necessarily a superior path, but this is just called and named that uh, aspects of the branches of the path of the nobles. Uh, so does anyone have any questions? Um, so Rinpoche said we could start, we don't have much time, which um, we could get into this section um, or um, have a question or two and then end. Um, so... Anybody have any questions? Coleman, Trua. Okay. Then Palan, let's the Contrua, you're right. Okay. The Dixon. Gang is in the Kamba, the Datu. Okay. Okay. Um, my question was um, Is virtue what you accumulate when you um, first achieve the path of accumulation and preparation? Is that just what you train in specifically? Or is there also a training in emptiness? Like we think. So what are you that? training in in the path of accumulate? What yes, exactly, exactly are you doing? Yeah. Okay, that's a good question. The Trewa Yabudu, the Techen Langa, then the Solan Julan Tolan Golan Melolan. Then the Kongi Trewa the the Solan Dan Julan Lake Agare the Tolan the Golan Dan Melolan the Papalan and Konso Papa. Then Kongi Trua de the Solon Dan Julang Lake Agare Konsu Gewasa the Konsu Tomba Ni Teaching to long, you can't 
Okay, so um, there are very specific things. So the question is, is what, did we get the question in the microphone? Excellent. Uh, so the answer to the question is as follows. Uh, so in the five paths, there are various things that are taking place and are um, qualifiers to, to show that a being is on a particular path. Uh, so at the path of accumulation, uh, one uh, becomes a bodhisattva. So once you've meditated and you generate the mind that aspires to enlightenment, you generate bodhicitta, at that point you're on the path of accumulation. Now you're, you have an understanding of emptiness, but you don't have any special concentrations related to that emptiness yet. Um, so you're on the path of accumulation, and this is according to the Mahayana. Just as a translator's note, if it was Hinayana, the path of accumulation is renunciation. But a bodhisattva has to, to get bodhicitta, you have to have a renunciation already. Uh, so the path of accumulation for a Mahayanist is the, the generation of the mind that aspires to enlightenment. And, and then may I become a Buddha for the sake of all sentient beings. Then there are three stages. Rinpoche didn't say that, but I'm just adding as a note. There are three stages of that path. And then one, when one begins to meditate on emptiness and develops a union of calm abiding and a special insight, once that happens, it's not a direct perception of emptiness, but it's a concentration that is through inference. Uh, once that takes place, he or she moves from the path of accumulation to the path of preparation in those four stages. And then from there, once one builds up his or her concentration to the point where then there is a direct realization of that emptiness, that they have a, a union of, of uh, um, the calm abiding and special insight related to, as soon as they directly perceive that, that's the path of seeing. So the path of accumulation's qualification is bodhicitta. The path of preparation is a union of calm abiding and sp specifically special insight related to emptiness, uh, but you have to have calm abiding to get special insight. And then seeing emptiness is the, the path of seeing. And then Rinpoche said, the rest <coughs> of the path, uh, path of meditation, one sees emptiness. There are more emptinesses and more abandonments that take place up to the path of no more learning, where one becomes a Buddha. <laughs> so the hearer in solitary realizer path of accumulation is renunciation. So as soon as they generate renunciation within the <coughs> continuum, they're considered <coughs> to be on the path of accumulation in their vehicle. 
But the qualification of the special insight that has as its object of observation emptiness is the same according to the middle way consequence school. Other tenet systems have other views, but it says a note, the middle way consequence school says you see emptiness, you see emptiness, period. There's not a kind of different emptiness that you can see that's subtle, or you see emptiness, you see emptiness. So that's why they're saying that according to the middle way consequence school, it goes that same way. There are some differences, though, in other schools, tenets. So we've heard so many uh, teachings now, and we look at the texts, and we read these words, and then it leaves imprints of so many different uh, positive imprints within our mental continuum. So in the future, we'll be able to very easily understand this material in future, like future lives. We'll become a, a bodhisattva of sharp capacity. You have dull and sharp. We will become of sharp capacity or faculties because of this learning. Uh, so we'll do the concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer to Chanarimche. It's just so wonderful that we can receive such pure teachings like this. Um, and I apologize for anything that I can't compete with in terms of knowledge, but we know they're on a video for, for all to see in the future. And, and these can be made more and more subtle and cleaner and cleaner to the point where we eventually have an understanding in English of these subtle topics because of the work that Rinpoche is doing for us. So when we look at the amount of virtue that's being amassed through that process and we think about how much merit is being created, we have to include that in our dedication because uh, the small things that I know I can do throughout the day pale in comparison to being able to hear pure teachings, to be able to in the future maybe share these pure teachings with someone else and to be able to in our future lives actually be these teachings. And really when we dedicate this virtue, uh, let's think about those things and think about the opportunity that we have that I would say 99% of sentient beings don't have. Maybe more, 99.9% .9 of sentient beings don't have this opportunity to hear truth. And, and the only thing that happens from hearing the opposite of truth is more suffering. So we have an opportunity to not suffer ever again because of what Rinpoche is teaching us. So let's make sure we dedicate that properly and give it its due when we make our dedication. We didn't just attend a college class. We attended the cure for all illness. All right. So concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtue I've collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. Send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. Whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land, surrounded by his name, source of all benefit and happiness, all powerful Avalokiteshvara, 
May he stay until samsara is known. Pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wanda, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.